So before we stop for the beer break, cheers, King. And I asked uh, Gumby, we don't have the ability to rerun the tape, which will be a great day. Um, um, can you uh, repeat for me and Russ what you were saying about being introduced to spirituality? It's like being a child, right? So let's say you were born, okay? You're in diapers. You need yep. somebody to help give you a little bit of direction, point you in the right way. It does not mean it's a reflection of your character. But it does mean you have to understand how things work. Alright? Just like when you get to the Catholic Church, not all Catholics are great. I'll be honest no, with you. We have some, some terrible Catholics. More than some, I think. We have yeah, terrible Catholics. Alright? We have some fantastic Catholics. We have Gather saints. Us in All right. The rich and the <laughs> right. So, but we have some terrible Gather Catholics. Us in the um, people who suck. <laughs> right. Wow. So. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you were on the. That's the atheist role you're taking some. right now. So, <laughs> just risk. just like you have to have somebody guide you as a person, you have somebody have has me guide you as a Catholic or a Christian. It does not mean that your nature is going to go one way or the other, but it means you should have somebody there to guide you. And so I think that me and Russ, and I think Russ's words were better, so feel free to help me out here, Russ. Is do you need a spiritual leader to be a good person then? No. Do you think you're so. better than having a spiritual leadership? I, I think... I, go ahead. If you're looking down on people, I think God's going to look down on that. Maybe not look down on you, but look down on that trait of you looking down on people. Like, hold on, like, stop the bus. Like, you're not a Catholic to look down on people. You're not a Christian to look down on people. If you're doing it, that that's your that's your prerogative, and and, and God's gonna be like, hey, I'm I'm not all about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about that. I didn't ask you. Like I said, to be Christian is to struggle, and like when you join up to whatever denomination or whatever church, it's not like, congratulations, you're a great person. Like, it's like, hey, oh, you've taken the first step to tr like, try to become a great person, but there's also people out there that are doing their own way of trying to become a great person too. You know what I'm saying? Not are to be so relativistic, pieces? but we're all on a journey and we all have different ways and we all have different situations that we deal with but i don't think that anyone should be looking like down on someone like oh, i'm so great because i do this and i don't do that look at what george over there is doing <laughs> it's just just an example <laughs> it's, it's tough because i mean we are talking about constructs here right right like, boy yeah human constructs it's made up of humans who are imperfect who have both the capability of doing good and evil things so if you just take for the Crusades, for example, there was a lot of things done in the name of God, raping, mm -hmm. pillaging, conquering, you name it, in the name of God. So I think the argument and the question is a tough one for us Christians to want to face because their argument is like, if your system is corrupt, yeah. I'd rather raise my child outside of that system, probably guaranteed he's going to have just as equal, if not better results. Yeah. And that's tough for us to hear. Right. It is. it is. I mean, because, you know, basically, the argument, and I heard Matt Delahante say this one time on the Atheist Experience. He's like, if you need a book to stop you from killing, usury, 
raping, etc., 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 by all means, stay with the book. He's like, I'm saying I can do those things, X, Y, Z, without that. Because yeah, most people aren't reading the Bible anyway. But true it, yeah. so it's tough it's a tough thing to face yeah and, and we're going to cover the crusades here uh shortly because the crusades are greatly misunderstood historically because they weren't all fought everyone thinks it was this great religious crusade there was so much more involved than that so we're going to dive really deep into the crusades in a future podcast very shortly probably in the next well hopefully before the end of the year because it's a greatly misunderstood piece of history and uh and we'll go over that and uh another one we'll cover hopefully this year might parlay into early next year will be the inquisition because that's also greatly understood part of history so because there's a lot more involved because what look at the crusades but you never nobody ever actually looks at the crusades historically to find out what actually happened yeah we don't even have to go i mean i'm just saying that bad things did happen during the crusades of course it did it's war everything not even in question. It's war. But, <laughs> you know, there's bad mm-hmm. things happening today with war in the name of God and Christianity. Yeah. So it's, yeah. well, the, it's the a one, tough thing to look at. The That's one not even thing I always thing. come back to with, like, Christianity or the Catholic Church or any of that, it all has some messed up stuff in it. But that's not the overarching thing. I always go back to the line in the Bible. Uh, forgive me, I don't know where it's where it's at. I'm not a Dewey Decimal System, but um, like you're Peter, and I'm gonna build this my church on this rock, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, which means that they're going to try. That which means it's going to be messy, you mm-hmm. know. Which means some effed up stuff is gonna happen along the along the way. Mm-hmm. But like. That don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. The baby might have shit in the bathwater, but you can't say like you know what I'm saying. I don't know where we go. It doesn't exist. But you can't be like, oh, it's all bad. It doesn't throw exist it out. in a vacuum. That's the thing. It doesn't. Right. All yeah. the stuff, all the messages, good or bad, the actions, good or bad. It, it can't exist in a vacuum, and you have exactly. to make. Yeah. It's a big Judgment world. There's start. a lot of people in it. Some messed up stuff happens. Yeah, I'm, in not, yeah. I'm definitely not right. throwing it all out, right. especially with the Catholic Church. I, you know, my, I think I've been fair in terms of. Absolutely. No, I, I, I think you have been. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying that it's still going to happen because we're human. Absolutely. It, and it's tough yeah. for us to want to face that. That maybe some of it is how we implement our systems in the self-imposed part. We do. Yeah. I mean. I kind of disagree a little bit with, I know, shocker. How dare he? Because I, I think, yes, maybe certain people can raise their family just as moral as like a, a godly family. Um, but looking at society, my perception. You don't really see it as much. You don't see it as much. And I see it going a whole different direction because God isn't part of the majority. I would say you represent the majority, George and Russ. I think like most people I hear echo your statements and when I'm out in the real world, it's dysfunctional because there's, there's no real common fabric of goodness. It it is a very, a very like, Hey, you know, we're going to be autonomous, but only if I agree with your autonomy and, and else we're going to go to war. And, and so I do feel like, Without this overarching, and this is probably a lot of atheists will say, the Bible was implemented to govern and, and keep the people, 
kind of oppressed or to follow or to be sheep. Well, I don't believe that, but I do believe it is important because people by nature atrophy or, or follow the law of thermodynamics. I mean, it gets worse over time, not better. Yeah. I think we get worse over time. I do. I, I mean, feel like even though like with the internet and things are blowing up and like people are so loud with their opinions, I feel like in general we're kind of heading in the right direction. Wow. You do. I yeah. the decline of Western society <laughs> is on the, the yeah you're not the yeah, friggin' I, express I, lanes, I man. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm off that. I'm sorry, George. I love you, but oh no, it's all right. I, I, mean, that's fine. I mean, God bless you for seeing the world in that way. But no, man. I hate human beings too, and I'm saying we, that. Like, I hate yeah. people. No, I feel like we I live in a society now people where people and... don't only disagree with you; they want to destroy you if you think different. Oh man! Yeah. So yeah. I mean, where where everyone's right. quick to pull out their phone and make an internet meme out of you like if i just if you disagree with me i don't only want to disagree with you i want to like make sure you lose your livelihood or you know what i'm saying is that most people like, though or is that the no, worst people that we're seeing but on the that's internet? i guess that's that what we're seeing argument. that's the people that, that are yeah, sticking up there, and, but that's the loud side that's like this loud like minority i i feel like would be my counter argument no, I, I hear you. I feel like it's a smaller group, but I feel like with the internet and like an anonymous, like people can be anonymous and they support those things because I don't know those people. So what do I care if they get ruined? Why are you guys you know making me agree with George? It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good point to Western civilization declining. So I guess do we need more religion at this point? That's just do it, we? though. I, I think that. I think I think that everything is evolving to a better point. And you think it's right now? You don't see the mob mentality going. I see the mob mentality. No, that's just it though. Is the mob mentality putting us in a worse place, or is it creating equality? So you're saying you're saying front lines of the war just change things, so to speak. Worldwide, I'm not saying just. Just, just Western. That worldwide. I applaud. I applaud that statement. A lot yeah. of education is happening. Yeah. People yeah. are going to accept or reject the education. Right. So that is a good point. Yes. Right. Yeah. People are being pushed outside their comfort zone. People are thinking yeah. about things they haven't thought about be- yeah. before. Um, so education so that's a good is a thing. good thing. It yeah, I feel feels, like I disagree with you guys, but it feels I don't know, I feel like, like we're headed either. for something <laughs> bad. But, you know, like back to the purgatory thing like going through like trial by fire you're being purified through fire so maybe our our culture is going through rough times and we'll come out of it better than we were it just feels a little dark right now like it feels like a dark point in history i think we are you're getting into yeah and you're getting into human patterns now i mean go you rewind humans for hundreds and thousands of years it's the same just churning over and over again yeah. but it's so, it's you know it's just coming to another head and it's going to reinvent itself i mean and things feel the other bleak. like i felt some bleakness within the last couple of months yeah all sure. this stuff uh, you've got you know a pandemic then you've got riots then you've got this and that and everyone's like the discourse is not great but but i feel like something good will come out of it at some point i don't know when that point will be but I think I you're letting now? I think you're letting the riots overshadow what the protests were, okay? Because the protests were not the riots. Well, we're officially on a whole other topic now. Right. So you I, just I changed, like you just like changed. It. It. I want to hear I'm what Russ is talking Russ about. Like, I'm dying to hear go ahead. Me. No, I was just like, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see us 
coming out of the wave you and surviving. Oh, I think oh. I think we got a brick oh. on our thing. We're just trying to keep from. I've got back George in this one. Yeah, no, I've I got back George in this uh, one. I'm I think I think we're getting in a better, in a better well, place. You know what? Although, I'm, I'm a little bit between what I just said and and what Russ said. So, well, there's I, part I, of me I, that just yeah. There's part of me that's like, there's a possibility mm. we're gonna come out of this. There's a possibility things are gonna get worse. But I I would like to think that it's gonna improve. So do you think? Ed, I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. You. No, you. If everyone was a good Catholic, everyone. We'd help? be burning witches right now. That's not gonna. Ha- that's <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> you had to say that, did you? Um, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. I'm not a good Catholic. I'm picking on Catholics. Do we need I'm more religion? Good... Did Did you say Catholic specifically, or did yes, you want to say good Christian? I religion, strict okay. religion. Do we need more strict oh, okay. religion to help balance out our country? No. Well, what are you, you can't police morality. What are you going to do? Force people to be something? No. So, without God coming out of the sky and saying, "Hey guys, I'm here," um, how's that going to happen? Like, that's not going to happen. So why it's irrelevant whether I think that should happen or not. I don't think that should happen. David LaGuardia, where are you? (laughs) So people should come to those conclusions on their own, right? That's exactly their point. Right. Well, well, my point was not ever that I think people should be something, forced to be something. Yeah, I, I, you got to come to c- the conclusion on your own. I think religion needs a whole overhaul in the Western, in, in Western but civilization. The, the overhaul? I, how? I, I do not think that. I'm going on record. Uh, I don't think it's that sustainable. I really don't. And this is where you know we talked but, about this before. Is argument of yeah. that? Well, we're a Christian nation, and look at all the problems we have. We're not a Christian nation. I don't believe that. I never <laughs> believed that. No. But this is the whole. You know the whole. Wait. What? We yeah. are not a Christian nation. Well, that is such that is such a myth. It's such a myth. You say that Christianity right is not sustainable. <laughs> it's a myth. That may be so. This but version of Western Christianity, I'm talking specifically about ours. Basically, it has its roots in dispensationalism. But yeah. Can you explain that? So, uh, Schofield, 1800s. Basically, you know, when, when these, this new doctrine of uh, dispensations was given, a lot of things in terms of doctrine and theology shifted here in the West mm-hmm. in terms of basically our Christianity became more Western thinking than Eastern thinking when it's funny because it was birthed out of the East. But when it shifted West in ideology, for me, it became more geopolitical and political in nature and used more as a, as a hammer and then if everything kind of looks like a nail, you can hammer it, right? Example? Ex- okay. Uh, any war that we've had? <laughs> there are a lot of people who go to war because they feel like this is what God calls them to do. Who's doing that? Who did God that? Bless America. Every war. If you never heard George Bush, step. God bless America. If you're not with us, you're against us. A so war against not, I'm not saying that. Yeah, not everyone's on board with that. I, I know that. I yeah. agree with you. I'm not saying everyone is on board. But what I'm saying is it gets used for that. Mm-hmm. And the perception for the people on the outside of that is like, what is what is Christianity? Well, it, it, and, and the thing is, is that <laughs> according to the Supreme Court, and this is on record, according to the Supreme Court, we are a humanist country. 
and humanist. No, they say that juice. We're a Christian nation. We are not a bro. Christian nation. We were never formed. We were formed for freedom of religion. That does not make you Christian. Doesn't it say in God we if, trust? You, if you like if you look up some of the recent polls, I think the majority of Americans still believe in a God. Of course. So, but what I'm saying is that it's. Again, know, there's close. multiple, multiple <laughs> books, multiple yeah, studies, multiple that academic truth, papers know, that man. have been, that have gone through on this. The founding fathers wanted freedom of religion, even if that means you're an atheist. Okay, Listen, and I so, Juice, I agree that I mean, okay, so I hear your point. On paper, on paper, we are not a Christian nation. Exactly, but <laughs> we are a Christian nation. The majority, Just, of yeah, majority culturally, are. We, majority we are. are a Christian yes. nation. Yeah, you know, and yeah. you could say the same thing, like, right? You, I could say, we are an English-speaking nation, right? Good. Yes, you could. English is not. We do not have an official language in America, right? So I feel mm-hmm. like it's the same thing. So even though, like, on paper, we're not a Christian nation, we're definitely a Christian well, nation. Just to counter argue, the majority that are. Well, yeah. let me yeah. let strong me... majority. I think um, it's not the same thing as being a Christian or an English-speaking country because I would say, to Gumby's point, it's given a name, Christianity, but most Christians I've ever met, I would argue that they're not practicing Christianity. Ouch. Say it one more time. Most Christians I've ever met growing up throughout my life are not practicing Christianity. True. Mm. I would say that. I would have to agree with that. They're practicing self-worship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that, next beer. Oh, <laughs> good, good stuff. Good stuff, Russ Gumby. Like a poet over there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the last two? Know. So I know I have to keep rolling. Last two are five and six, I think. Five and six. Five and six. Dude, first roll. That happened that's, last time up until the last. That's, 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 that's Providence. That's ah, Providence. <laughs> Apparently, he's on our side. <laughs> All right. This is a golden. That is definitely golden. It's a little frothy. It's definitely frothy. It's golden. Last time, but I changed it to. I'm confused. I don't know which one anymore. Hold on. This one smells a little more hoppy. That smells a little hoppy, and it's got some gold to it. I don't know anything. Yes, sir. It's Dortmunder Gold, though. Hey, I'm a... That may have been my favorite conversation, I think. That is definitely that Dort. That's, that's Dort right there. That's one. Dort. Yep. That might be a Dort. I'm going with Dort. You're such a Dort, Dort Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking about that joke. Thank you. Everyone. That's Dort. I was like, I'm like, should I leave? Let it say go with it. What do you think? I feel um, like you should just go with your gut. You could have been the one that said the joke. I'm going with Dort. Right what do you think? Okay. Okay. It just worked better for you. Sometimes it just happens that way. There is also the Thanks, same man. Adam's no, 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 uh, smile. No, no, no. If uh, I send you a shirt sometime, will you, you put holes in it for me? Burning, Commodore, Dort, yeah. Edward Fitzgerald, Elliot Ness, and Sam Adams. Yeah, Dortmund. That's the Dortmund. Yeah. Is that what everyone's going with for this one? I am. Yeah, yeah, that is what it is. That's what it is. I'm s- All right, final I'm answer. All right. Not happy about it, but I'll say Dortmunder. <laughs> I mean, I've already said Dortmunder. <laughs> yeah. I, it's hard to tell. You, I mean, so I have we tipped anyone off at Actually, Great Lakes George Brewing Company that Dort. we're talking about their products tonight? Hashtag. Has a, th- is this a thing? No, I'm saying I already voted. Hashtag Dortmunder. Great Lakes Brewing yeah. Company. <laughs> yep. Yeah, actually, yeah, Mike and George both did. Uh, I think it was three. 
So what one minutes. haven't I voted for? Uh, you have not voted on... Uh, I'll have to go Elliot Ness. Yep, you... Yeah, Elliot Ness, you, neither oh, one of you have that one. Neither, so, neither one of you have that. Uh, what do I not have? Uh, let's see, Edward, you already have Elliot Ness. You do not have Dort. Uh, no, I just voted on it. Company. I just said that. All right, <laughs> then you've got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gumby? Uh, what didn't I vote for? I don't even know anymore. You didn't vote for Dort yet. Um, really? Oh, I'll go Dort. Yeah. Oh. You're lacking on the bruise portion of this podcast, Gumby. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, oh, no, I take it back. That is... No, you know what? I can give it to you. I did? I'm sorry. You're GC. You're G. You voted on Dort on number three. What, what oh, so I did. You did not vote for Dort yet. Right, did I vote I Elliot Ness? Because I want to go Elliot Ness. <laughs> Elliot Ness, you did not. All right, I'll go Elliot Ness. All right, GC. Oh crap! So I mean, this last year is dark as all. I'm saying clear straight up order. I'm gonna have to guess Dark Under on it. Yeah. Wait, what'd you guess for the Porter then? I don't remember. That is definitely Dork. I love me some Dork. Maybe Commodore Perry. All right. I mean, I love Dork Under, so I'm kind of embarrassed that I voted something else. As soon as I tasted that, I love me some Dork. For future Brulettes, we'll have to get something to cleanse the palate too. Right. You need like sorbet. Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Okay. Ginger ale. Bur- yeah, thinking ginger bourbon, ale. But all right. Yeah. Bourbon. I like, I like Gumby's <laughs> approach. <laughs> Gumby, we know what happens when we all get hammered in the last portion of the podcast. We progressively Actually, get like. Oh, oh, did I just argue with myself? Okay. Gumby, if we go that way. Yeah. Gin. Yeah. Right. Gin would cleanse it. If you to be honest, I, so basically, I've only had ten ounces of beer since being here. That's way <laughs> yeah, that's low, man. An right? Because yeah, we <laughs> we'd be hammered at the end. We've, I think we all have our story where we're like, like two ooh, Christmases ago. You know what? We, you should designate one <laughs> guy to just pound to and just see see where it goes. The right. wild card. We oh, do we, need to have. We like have a, done that. Okay. We, yeah. Did we try that? We have done that. Like a drinking game for like a person. Oh, we were gonna do yeah, like the debate we have style to do, and have yeah, someone be uh, oh, that would be someone be the judge. All right, and then the loser has to like pound a beer. Or George and I, you're not gonna work on that. I mean, George, don't you come in half baked half the time? Oh, here's the thing: it's Sundays, and I drink so no one brunches harder than me in this room. No one. <laughs> no Starts one. with mimosas, ends with Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have a question? I, I uh, go ahead, Russ. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm... I do have one actually. Go for it, please. Go ahead. It's another. It's another very rudimentary, elementary, go ahead. basic question. The power of prayer versus the power of free will. Why pray uh, if you free will, and what power of prayer is there? You know, because you have the choice to pray or not. <laughs> but if you know, a, I I've I, argued that it's the biggest waste of time ever. You have. You have. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, let me, you know what? Let me throw a third thing in there. Sorry, sorry. This this will really stir the drink. God's plan, you know. Free will, prayer, God's plan. Honestly, I have, that's predestination. Isn't it? I have struggled with this so much, and I've had this conversation with so many people, and I just George is cracking up. Juice. I thought juice was really funny. Sorry. Like, it may have been a little smidgen. Pull us in. But I feel like you can pray and pray and pray, and maybe you will not you will not experience God's intervention in your life. You're never and right. Well, okay, and that's your thought. Um, and then some. And then a lot of Christians I talk to, their attitude is like, 
Yeah, God just, well, he'll do what he does in his time. He has a mysterious hand. Um, but if you play the Ouija board, immediately Listen, the I'll devil will be like, you rang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Awesome. Like RSVP that right away. But lit. and then there, like there are times. Red lights, candles. <laughs> I'd have like Slayer you know, playing, and we'd all do a weed ask. We'd like do a debate, and then we'd all do the Ouija board. That would be a great show. But you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. I feel you. It, I feel like God woke up on nine eleven and was like, "Oh that, oh that was today." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or like. Was he there when the Holocaust was happening? I'm like, oh, look what's happening down there. Right. Oh, I, uh, that's interesting. Like, I'm not trying to, like, be like that towards God. But there's some times where I feel like... I heard this on an episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Okay. It was a joke by Ricky Gervais. And he said, like, who are you to, like... Ask God to help you find your car keys when he let 8 million Jews die. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm well, saying? That, I, so there's times, like I have shared with you guys, I experience some in, intermittent, like, yeah. chronic pain. And I'm always asking God to, like, like intervene in my life. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I'll, like, go on Instagram and I see kids without limbs and stuff. And I'm thinking, like, well, they're never going to have their limbs. So, like... Who am I? Who am I to think? Like, is it worth? Is it worthless to be praying for this? Right. Now, can should I the be- prayer be different than like asking for intercessory prayer? Now, before Maybe- we have added, I would like to admit because we've had this, a similar conversation before. I would like to concede to a portion of Juice's argument that, um that I, I really like Juice's argument about how when you're praying, maybe there's like some internal. Um, conflict that you're overcoming or I will concede to that that maybe in this discussion you're helping yourself like self repair Um, Mm. but 100% I think any outward um, actual grant me this wish is is absolutely not it's simply coincidence there's like you said there's zero chance because I know Mike and uh, Juice really believe that their prayers were answered and I have a hard time believing that the Jews' prayers weren't answered, but Jews, you know, found love and like Mike's knee stopped hurting. Like, it, it just, it, I just hard. It's a hard swallow, man. And I'm, I'm surprised you guys do really. So that's where I'm a little like with you on that, George. And my cynicism, like, I don't want the listeners to think like I'm being too hard because I am a Catholic. I am a Christian. I try all the time. My like cynicism doesn't coming out it doesn't come from being hateful it comes from being like you're skeptic when you, but yeah. you, like you have your highs and your lows with with faith you know you do and well, that's, that's how you become better with it and that's like, where i'm at right now fire with with the babies that get killed or what by whatever means the innocent are being tormented and killed and tortured whatever it is that's where my dip in the faith happens right there and, uh-huh. and like along those lines of prayer, you know, there's nothing deeper than that prayer than the innocent being hurt and then begging well, that's what God I'm saying. Like the most deepest spiritual, most meaningful, helpless moment of their life, and they're just begging for this, you know, powerful person to intervene and help mm-hmm. them and being ignored. Yeah, and Absolutely. that and that, and then you know, I flip the coin and say, okay, well maybe 
whatever effect was meant from that instant to change a bigger picture like you know right. you kind of that's what that's how i you know nothing yeah like, nothing is there a bigger picture that because and you hear these things about like god has a purpose for everyone what about the homeless person that lives under a bridge what's the purpose for them is somebody gonna like ride past there and be like I better do something with my life so I don't become that. And then they become well, not even that guy. What about the one year old walking down the street that gets blown like, to bits? Was, you know, it, like what's the like, for that? Why right? Or why <laughs> does God have a crying statue? Like why not so that people can worship a statue? Is it for like an old lady to bring in her like grandson who's fallen away and he's like, Oh my gosh, I'm Christian now. Well like what is it for? Like who what what are these things for? Like, yeah, I'm gonna to sound juice, I'm gonna sound like... really harsh right now. I'm gonna sound really. No, yeah, I'm gonna be harsh back. Don't worry. Really, just do it. Really harsh right now. Just say it. Really harsh right now. Tell me what you believe. So, if I'm God up there, yeah, and I'm listening to all, all these powerful, people, all knowing, yep, and I've given them all this ability to make sure that they can help all of their fellow men. If I was God. I would look down and say, grow up, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Because think so about it. We complain. No, no, no. Seriously. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. We whine and we whine and we whine and we whine. Yes, we whine. Screw you. You made your choices. So, what about think the about two it. million homeless children in the street? Think about it. Guys think about it. Down there, grow up, you punk. Think about it. Grow how bitch, many? Yeah, right? How many? Wait, wait. Let me finish. 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 Before you, let me finish. I'm gonna remind you that. How many people have multi millions of dollars across this earth? What are you doing with it? The conversation is changing. Think about it. Well, now, Gumby, that gets back into hold our decay of Western hold on. society. Hold on. Comment and how many of us, Bingo. how many of back us, on your side. <laughs> how many of us are going out there to take care of our fellow human being? How many of us are investing your money and your time to take care of the homeless, to take care of those little babies? How much money have you given? How much money have you given? How much money have you given? Okay? So I don't want to hear another person speak up and ask about all these little babies if they can't show me their receipts and tell me that they are stepping up to take care of these babies. But that... Yes. Because every single one of you atheists and you Christians, if you cannot step up and tell me that you are taking care of your fellow human being, that you can question God because he gave you every resource to take care. And if every single person gave one damn dollar, every single person would be taken care of on this earth. Drop mic. Boom. I would say I would like to say first of all one hmm. I, I I like a lot what he just said two I admire your passion three we're talking about direct prayer right and we're not and, by the way yeah one hundred percent going back to my oh the ship's going down <laughs> yeah that's you're like right we all suck but again, exactly we're, we're talking, talking about, about prayer. yeah we're talking about prayer and uh-huh. it was beautiful the effectuality of yes it, it was yes. great and i loved it i don't and think anyone it, here just I agrees with that the, point. Thing, is, <laughs> the thing is is if it's not changing you then you're the not the ones that because prayer is supposed to change you okay mm. prayer is supposed to change the human 
Prayer is supposed to make everybody go out and become a better person. It is the tuning fork of God to instill in you the want to do better. Prayer well, is the tuning fork. But if I don't fork. get up, if I say the prayer for the kid, but I don't get up and do anything, well, I prayed. Yeah, and guess what? Now you are held to that judgment Why for not I... taking care of that baby. But I prayed for it. But prayed for it. What put that Doesn't matter. in your heart? The, I saw an uh, infomercial with dead dead and dying kids in the street. So Damn, what, God, what, help those kids, so what did you? you do about it? I prayed. And you donated five ninety nine. No, no, I didn't do anything. So, I prayed. So, so now, you are, now you are held to that standard for not going out of your way to take care of that baby. Well, we're talking about direct prayed, effect though. of prayers. Okay, I think I know what, I think I see a disconnect here. There's a Please, because I definitely feel <laughs> I'm like, so, so Christians typically believe that we are the body of Christ. Yes. And so, so if you're praying and you're feeling led to pray, you probably should be also responding with your time and your gifts. Um, but there are, have been people that have experienced miracles and stuff. So I think what we're covering two stones here is one is is the power of prayer another yes. is the experience of miracles through prayer without physical humans being involved more yeah. god just anointing and, and okay but then it goes back to i don't need god's spiritual guidance to get up and go help a kid that's on the street that's hurting that's not spiritual that's not there's nothing in, that goes back to i don't need but it is i'm a good person I see a kid on the street. I get up. I go help him. I give him some food. But it is. It's a, it's a, it's a separate path, but it's, it might be parallel, but it's a separate path. I you don't need spiritual so guidance for that. I need empathy to my fellow human. But how many people are doing that? Rewind. Well, that's, again, that's another problem. That's but another it's issue. it's the same problem. But can you be Christian without claiming to be Christian? You know what I mean? Right. Can't, yeah, no, but that's that's into, I pray... I pray 12 hours a day for those kids to be helped on the street, but I don't get off my butt and do anything about it. What? Right. But Juice, we're talking about the effect of prayer. Right. The effect of prayer is supposed to change all of humanity. It's not just oh, simply. Yeah, yeah. Because at that point, is it also legitimate prayer? You know what I mean? Is it? Is okay, it... okay, right. Okay, so what you're saying is my prayer will get me up and go help that kid. Yes. Yeah. Take care mm. of it. If God is going to use if you, it's like a real, if it's a real prayer, you're saying, I become a doer. If yes. you are praying. Ah, oh, man, I don't know, dude. Yes. No. I don't know. I don't think I want to do all the things I've prayed about. That's a lot of work for me. Well, <laughs> That's the point. That's no, the not. point. No, I think, what, I think I get it. Like, we're not gods, and we can't no. fix everything, but no, we will right. desire, and we can pray for everything, but we're also... When when I say parts of the body, we're different parts of the body supposed to do different things. Right. And so we may care about what that hand is supposed to be doing. We might want the hand. Mm -hmm. But our task could will be assigned. I mean, I, I feel called to do certain things. And only through prayer can I, can I feel these callings. I, kind of Again, feel, okay, I also okay, feel I like feel all you guys on this point, and to Aaron's point, I think sometimes I have, prayer is a cop-out. Yes. Yes. And so I think we could probably all agree with that. We all agree some with that. Mm -hmm. I'm reminded of a story I remember reading, I think, in one of C.S. Lewis's books where he was talking about Mother Teresa yeah. and where she was serving the poor in Calcutta, you know, doing her work that she's done her whole life, right? Right. And someone came up to her, went on this pilgrimage to finally meet her. Oh. And this person was well-to-do, wealthy, all of that. 
and finally got the opportunity, you know, as someone literally helping people dying from, you name the disease, Mother Teresa was there helping mm-hmm. without making any money. It's not like she was a televangelist that we see on TV here in America in planes and, you right. know, all of that stuff. So that I think it gets filtered through some mm-hmm. of that sometimes. But this person asked her, you know, you know, I, I really want to be able to help and serve and do this kind of thing. And I'm paraphrasing here. I don't remember exactly. But she asked, what can I do? You know, help me to pray. And the response was something similar like, you don't need to pray about this. It's the right thing to do. Right. Well, In other she words, had, don't waste my time. She had like a very long period where she felt no consolation about God. Like she felt total desolation. But yeah. she still did what she did. But I feel like there was a driving force behind her of like, even though I'm not witnessing God or experiencing him in any way possible, I still think he's there. If it's a human thing, you don't, some people feel like they need to do that and pray. But if it's, if, if you see someone, you know, the Good Samaritan struggling on the street, hurt, the humanness inside of you makes you want to help them. Right. Yeah. That's you know, a masquerade. I'm, I'm parade is stop. masquerading as a. If someone gets hit by a car, I'm not going to stop. Oh, let me pray about this. See if this is God's will for me to help them. Uh, right. right. No, it's it's instinctual to right. help somebody, mm-hmm. to yeah. jump into action. Like, if you saw something like that, if you drove past, you're like a monster. Well, that's another thing, too. Now we're getting into that facet. So uh, a young kid, let's say he's eight years old. He's been praying for five years to someone help him. And then I see him on the side of the room. I'm like, hey, come on in my car, dude. Let me help you out. And I help and. Has his prayer been answered? Because I just felt like a good human to pick him up and put him in my car? Mm-hmm. Or is that just normal biological organic human interaction for well, some we good don't person? Know if that's not God's well, like guiding know. hand I mean, that specifically brought the two of you together. I wouldn't touch that. I mean, I, I don't want okay, to get too so far. So if you were the kid that I, you'd be like, God answer my prayer and send me this. Well, that's I guess that's we're talking about that. I know. I mean, validation of prayer's effect. Yeah, I don't. Is it like I think I don't know if Mike. Someone said it was kind of a coincidental thing, or someone mentioned a coincidental. I think, it is, I, think I did. God oh, works through notes. people. Mm-hmm. Now is it, is it, hey like is it just coincidental timing that I pick the kid, I pick you up, right? You answer my prayer. Well, well yes. Put put that on the prayer board. I mean, I mean, <laughs> prayer one about direct. You know, we're kind of talking about the direct intervention. You know, and. I feel like Jews kind of got away with that. He wasn't, he kind of was talking about like, I don't know, maybe like a larger picture and we all agree with it, but we're, we're talking about the difference between you and I'm talking because we had this conversation before you gave up. You said, I know prayers are answered. I Some are God for love. And you found Kendra beautiful notion, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you said you were down and out. Your knee was killing you. you no, were, it wasn't. And you prayed. It was a minor pain. All right. So why is it these and then also just going back, reminder, I don't know if this is helping my argument, but Wait, you were like, grow up. And then so you were like, you said, if God creates this universe and they're mm-hmm. ruining it, you know, grow up. Bitch. So why is it like these two-year-olds or these young children who haven't even experienced life yet, mm-hmm. who are told about God and they're just having this beautiful, honest prayer for, you know, safety mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever it is. And they're not getting it, but you found love and his knee got hurt. Why? And you don't think that's just coincidence? No, here's the thing. There's no, I'm saying the direct intervention of God in prayer is not real. So there, there's a difference between guidance and being guided to do things and listening and then not. Okay. There is, 
There was once. Uh, Wait, are you saying there that's was prayer? once? There was once a Christian. There was once a Christian, a saint, and he said there will be more Christians in hell who did not listen to what God told them to do than will be in heaven. And that's simply because when you are told to do something and you're giving guidance to do something, you are supposed to do something. Who said that? By the way, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> well, I think um, everybody understands yeah. that. I, I think the argument that's left remaining is George's direct intervention to where it's not you, people kind of listening to God. Like yeah. I think that's covered, but I think God working and answering prayers directly, like like my and and George. I want to say I went in there not believing God would have the time to look at somebody who had maybe a three out of ten pain. But the same way, and, and I'm yeah. like I could live like this for my life. But I was more embarrassed for the people that were praying, calling for people that wanted to be prayed for. Mm -hmm. So I went out there to like relieve their discomfort, and I felt a physical snap. So in the Bible, Jesus says, don't share this miracle with anybody. And that rings personal to me because when you do, people that don't experience your miracle can't relate to your miracle. So it... You you will question me, and I totally understand it because you're like, ah, sounds like coincidence. God warned me that that would happen through the Bible. You know what I mean? Because there's no way you didn't feel the snap in your hip, and the knee heal, and you, you were still doubtful for three days later, and then finally you couldn't doubt it anymore. That what do you healed. mean God warned you that it was going to happen? I mean, reading the Bible when you mm -hmm. read the people, the blind men mm -hmm. being healed, and, and Jesus says, "Don't tell these things, and don't tell the people around mm -hmm. you." And then the people around him, when they do hear, it kind of pans out to You're be telling bad. everybody now, because we have <laughs> listeners in Zimbabwe and Finland and... Yeah, and, and I don't think... It's not bad. Just know that when you share your personal relationship with God, and this goes back to yeah. your about the eight-year-old on the side, and his prayer may well have been answered. That's God's relationship with him. But maybe he didn't technically work through you, really. You know what I mean? It, it was just bigger than that and and i think god can react to do different people in mm -hmm. two different ways or one at a time you know it's not and or with god yeah you know so so george i just want to say i totally relate i was not deserving with my pain compared to you know kids but i also i've been uh, chewing on uh i sent the link in our in our podcast or in our channel about Faustina, uh, St. Faustina, I think. Okay. Uh, she has a, a article. Well, she, she has a journal and she wrote, she has a, and she was known to have visions and she had this vision of two paths in the woods and one was covered in thorns and stones. And well, actually it goes first. It goes, well, she saw these people singing and dancing and skipping along a paved path, a glorious path. And at the end of the path, they skipped right into the pit of hell, basically. And the other path was covered. Path was covered with thorns and rocks and agony and pain and suffering. And these people were slowed down. And when they got to the end of the journey, they remembered the pain no more, instantaneously. And it, to me, it's like, is suffering necessary to avoid obliviousness through life? Because it's a whole. If if you one agree, one of my favorite pain, lyrics is, uh, "You don't have pain unless you know suffering." don't have pain unless you yeah well uh, we were just talking about this before we turned on the mics about how like you shouldn't seek out suffering but if you're gonna suffer you should find some part. redemptive qualities to it oh and as a quick quote sorry let me edit don't have peace without suffering yeah, yeah that's what you're saying yeah right. sorry that's what i thought yeah i, I was, I, was, I, was yeah, I thought yeah, that's yeah, what you were like you were like, yeah. like oh wait i messed it up yeah yeah so it takes something bad to know what something good is 
It takes bad to know what good is. But back to direct intervention. So what I'm saying is like, the fact that this pain exists, it's painful for us, and it sucks that it's not being Mm -hmm. cured. I think sometimes the non-intervention is to allow it to exist for part of the path. Okay, so the five-year-old kid, are you telling him to grow up? No, I disagree. I don't. That's to the adults. That's not to the kids. That's to the adults. Okay, so you're saying that? Okay, maybe there's a there's a divine end to the five year old that dies of starvation on the street. I do think we we, just may not understand in our human pea brains. I think we personify every situation, every even veganism and all this kind of stuff. It's like everything has to think like us individually think. So everybody's going to personify something a little bit different. And we do miracles, and we do animals, and we do God, and we do each other. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree with that. The thing is, is that if there was complete divine intervention, would all of the apostles have been martyred? I mean, I'm pretty sure they didn't want to be. That was brutal. A brutal martyring. Mm -hmm. As an evangelical, I always remember hearing in terms of prayer, like... They would always use this argument in terms of suffering in the world. Well, God didn't step in and save his own son from dying on a cross. All right. There's a certain saint who had to watch her own daughters be raped, and then she was murdered. And I hate that answer. I hate so, it. I mean... It sucks. It does suck. So, but I mean, is it... Okay. I don't know. That might be a whole other discussion. That that particular topic... No, I, I, that's a good... We could spend a long time point. on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, that's not something that quickly <laughs> just go and go by, but that's, you know, another point. Like, God's plan, you know, prayer, God's plan. Was it God's plan? Obviously, Jesus Christ coming down, and that's God's plan for that to happen. So he's not going to swing down and save him because that was the point. But what's the point of the five-year-old, I guess, dying of starvation that's on the, the street? That's the thing, is that suffering yeah, seems to be point, part though. of the plan. And that's the thing. Is okay, it, now, you know... If, or, if a tree falls in the wood, you know, there's some uh, some random anonymous five-year-old dies and nothing mm-hmm. comes of it except the tragicness of that in our little well, podcast discussion about this hypothetical. Well, I don't think that makes it less sacred, though. On Gumby's point, the five-year-old dying, is the five-year-old dying the point or is him dying our judgment for not stepping in? I mean, still, whether it's our judgment or not, still happening. Something's going to happen regardless. We can't step. Oh, it's going to happen either way. Yeah. yeah. But how much could you relieve? That's now we're getting into the faith line. You know, hopefully that five-year-old's in eternal, you know, mm-hmm. eternal happiness and eternal peace. And we see age differently. I believe. You know what I mean? We give more value to a younger person because they haven't experienced through our eyes. Again, more personification. Where God's really outside of those rules and those boundaries. He sees eternity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're hmm. limited in our scope. Hmm. I agree. So we have one more beer. <laughs> oh shoot! All right, Ooh, and one more. and oh my gosh. Okay. I promised. I promised proof of God tonight. Oh boy! Wow, that's a big entry for this. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a beer. big entry. Yep. yep. <laughs> Maybe you should have led with that because uh, yeah. that's pretty. Uh... Dude, what if he walks through the door right now? <laughs> I think it was a huge hey. I thought you were. Oh! Crunches, <laughs> which one didn't I pick yet? That's uh, so good, Lord. Uh, let's see. Edward, you have not picked. Oh, Burning River. You have not picked Burning River yet. Oh, that's what this is. <laughs> that's 
Just it is answers. dark. It is dark. I feel like you're going to be the winner today. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going with Bring River. Yep. I don't know if I have either. I probably have. Esmer's six, right? Yep. I'm going Bring. Yep. Bring River. I got Bring River. Yep. Well, you have to. You have one left. <laughs> right. It burns. You have everyone. Whatever's left, you just put it. It is on. a very smooth. Oh beer. man, that's gonna be. Uh, so where's very no smooth. R? It Let's doesn't see. burn. It is smooth. Uh, I don't see any R here. So this I don't is think the Evan Fitzgerald for old redhead. Yeah, right. There you go. I have jalapeno beer. I was expecting it to be spicy. That oh, was good. I love the jalapeno beer. I don't. It's so it good. Is. Oh, it's so it good. Was so, I mean, you like the hoppy stuff. Well, I like everything, really. I've had a spicy <laughs> alcohol that hasn't like wrecked my. Spirit. Now the jalapeno beer was not spicy. It was not the habanero was. My favorite kind of beer is actually wine. Okay, <laughs> I've gotten into wine. All right, I love wine. All right, so I'm going to dive Watch into no. what I believe is proof of the supernatural. So, one day, a certain monk was offering the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Although we do not know his identity, an ancient oh, document Lord. described him. Hold on. Your proof is as, like, we don't even know the identity. Well, you're not letting me finish. Story. Typical <laughs> atheist. First in the sciences oh, a bad start. <laughs> of the world, <laughs> but ignorant in that of God. <laughs> oh, and he's white, ladies and gentlemen. Oh! <laughs> Apparently, he had been plagued by doubts about transubstantiation. He agonized over whether the bread and wine changed substantially into the body and blood of our Lord at the words of consecration, and whether our Lord was truly present in the Eucharist. Now, I'm going to skip ahead. Shortly after the occurrence, the blood coagulated into five globulets of different sizes, but the, but the flesh remained the same. The archbishop ordered the investigation... The testimony of witnesses was recorded. The flesh was blood. I'm sorry. The flesh and blood appeared to be human flesh and blood. The archbishop sent a scale for the weighing of the globules. Now, I'm going to skip ahead because... Is this in Italy? It is Lanciano. So, I'm going to skip ahead because they decided to test this. All right? So, the most thorough study occurred in 1970 and 71. Pope... Paul, the was a six, right? But permitted a series of scientific studies on the precious relics to verify their nature. Dr. Ododo Linoli, professor of ana of anatomy and pathology, what is it? Pathological history, chemistry, and clinical microscopy. Microscopy, <laughs> and head physician of the Hospital of Arizona, conducted the study. He was assisted by Dr. Rogero Bertelli, Professor Emeritus of Human Anatomy of the University of Siena. The analysis were performed in accord with scientific standards and documented, and Dr. Bertelli independently corroborated Dr. Linoli's findings. In 1981, using more advanced medical technology, Dr. Linoli conducted a second study. He not only confirmed the findings, but also gathered new information. The major findings from this research include the following. The flesh, yellow-brown in color, has the structure of the mycardium, heart wall, and the endocardium, the membrane of fibrous elastic tissue lining all the cardiac cavities. These have the same appearances as the human heart. No traces of preservatives were found in the elements. The blood was also of human origin with the, a, with the type AB. Proteins in the clotted blood were normally fractioned with the same percentage ratio as those found in the seroprotein makeup of normal, fr uh, fresh human blood. 
The blood contains these minerals, chlorides, phosphorus, magnesium, potassium, sodium, and calcium. Professor Linoli asserted that the blood, if taken from a cadaver, would have deteriorated rapidly. Given that these samples were centuries old, free of preservatives, and never hermetically sealed in the reliquaries, they, they, they didn't. They should have deteriorated. However, he underscored that the samples had the same properties as fresh human flesh and blood. This happened in 1980, and this miracle happened in 750 AD. Moreover, the doctors both conclude that only the skill of a trained pathological pathologist could have obtained such a sample, a tangential cut of the heart, round cut, thick on the outer edges, and lessening gradually and uniformly to the central area. The beauty of the miracle of Lanciano reflects the words of our Lord, I am the bread of life. Now, it gets more mysterious. Hold on. Can I ask one question? Go ahead. Uh, if it's not a simple answer, just skip it. Okay. Um, so, exactly, how did, when and how did the blood or wine turn into blood? Like, how it happened, did this happen? It happened, like, it happened right in front of everybody. It happened during the Mass in front of everybody. Yes. Okay, so he's pouring it and it's like clearly like a purple. Yes, it, co- then, it, like, it coagulated like, in the cup. In 750. Everyone's. It went? In 750. 750 AD. But also in 19. No, no, in they examined it, it again. Yes. It, they, it's been examined three times, okay? And every time, it's been actual human flesh and actual blood. It's yeah, always been on display. There are more points to the story. There is more. There is more. Remember, okay. it, remember it was A positive, yeah. right? Yep. All okay, right. remember A-B. it was A positive. AB. I'm sorry, AB. AB. In, in 19... Well, hold on. It corresponds to other things Here we that go. happen around in different parts of the world. Okay. In 1992, after the Mass of Friday, May 1st, while preparing the Eucharist reserve, a Eucharistic minister found some pieces of consecrated host on the corporal. Following what the church prescribes to do in these situations, the priest had them put in a vessel of water, which was then placed in the tabernacle to wait for them to dissolve. In the following days, several priests went to check on it, and they realized that nothing had changed. Seven days later, on Friday, May 8th, they opened the tabernacle and saw that the Eucharist host had become a reddish color that looked like blood. The following Sunday, May 10th, during the two evening masses, several small droplets of blood were noticed on the patents with which the priest distributed communion. On Sunday, July 24th, 1994, during the children's mass, while the Eucharist minister took the the pics from the tabernacle, he saw a drop of blood running alongside its side. On August 15th, 1996, during the mass of the Assumption of the Holy Blessed Virgin, a consecrated host which fell to the ground during the distribution of the communion had to be placed again in a vessel of water so it would dissolve. A few days later, on August 26, a Eucharistic minister opened the tabernacle and saw that the host had transformed into blood. On August 26, the tabernacle was reopened to get the vessel with the fallen host, and it was observed that it was not dissolved and showed several reddish stains that became larger each day. The priest of the parish went immediately to the Archbishop of Buenos Aires to recount what had happened. It was decided to await before the proceeding with the investigations, and in 1999, after the Archbishop was made aware of the fact that 
It was performed for, uh, for free. The scientific investigations. He entrusted me to take up the case. This is first-hand account. On October 6, 1999, he went to Buenos Aires and interviewed the five priest witness of the event who was told that there had been another consecrated host which had bled on nine, in 92. They put it in distilled water, which is the worst way to preserve something. And for this, it was very concerned. Everyone knows that when one draws blood, it is possible to obtain the leukocyte formula, the white blood cells. In blood, there is a variety of, of white blood cells with a specific characteristics. The priests in the first miracle had asked one of their lady parishioners, who was a chemist, to analyze the bleeding host. She discovered that it was human blood and that presented the entire leukocyte formula. She was very surprised to observe that the white blood cells were active. Anybody who knows anything about blood knows that white blood cells cannot remain active outside of the body. The lady doctor could not, however, do the genetic examination since at that time it was not easy to perform. They brought a sample from the two hosts which had bled before the Archiscopal notary who certified the legality of that action as requested by the authorities of the church in Argentina. At that point, before inviting him, then the Archbishop of Buenos Aires had already contacted the Holy See to ask for references. They were given the Most Reverend Gio, uh, Gio de Franco Gerardi, sorry, terrible pronouncing these names, <laughs> who then was Under Secretary of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith and Director Collaborator of Cardinal Ratzinger. That should, the name should ring a bell. Of course. <laughs> On October 21st, he, was the last he, he went to the Forensic okay. Analytic Gen Genetics Lab in San Francisco, which was supposed to perform the analysis of the samples. On tw the January 28th, they found some fragments of the human DNA in the samples. It was human blood that contained the human genetic code. In March of 2000... They okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. So they, you, they keep testing the blood... And it was and tested it's like and new tested. Blood. It's not aged blood, and this is in there. And it's stuff yes. that's happening in different parts of the around world. the world. And they're investigated by different people who have no vested interest in being like, let's make these things all relate to each other. They now, actually now before I do discuss, I just want to ask oh, yeah, one go question. Ahead. Go ahead. And that is, to what degree? Okay, so you two believe this. It's to documented. what degree do you throw in skepticism at that this could be a hoax? Is so, it, are you 100% in? Here's the well, problem. That's what I'm asking. Are you 100% in? I have to be. Every, and I think like a skeptic. Zero chance is a hoax. Zero chance. I think like a skeptic. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I think like a skeptic in order to, because you kind of have to. Yeah. Like I think unless you have you, to. You have right, to. You have to in order to come to the conclusion that it's like, a thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're because 100% into? I, I'm i thinking as he's going through that, like, oh, the timelines, they have a lot of time to, like, think about these things and, like, mm -hmm. well, how are we going to do this? Um, how, oh, let's make it correspond to that other one. Mm -hmm. But, like, also, you can't fake white blood cells being alive right. outside of the body. Like, you can't fake certain things. One of those, I, I think they... Yeah, I mean, you could fake anything. I watched David Copperfield... You can't fake this well, one. Walk through. Uh, can't the, fake this one. I, 
I oh, Jerry, you cannot say 100% but, it's not a hoax. But here's the thing. Me explain. I, I, I just say 100% there's no way that this is fake. All right, George. At least give so, me 99.9. .9. You guys cannot be objective people and say that it's 100% accurate, perfect. One more quote. Ready? One more quote. It don't matter. It One don't more matter. quote. It got tested 5 million times. Give it to me, atheist. Give it to me, atheist. Hold on. The sample which you brought me, this is the Professor Zigbee oh, said to me. I already know, I don't care. Is the muscle of the heart of the myocardium. Blah, blah, blah. It, it is. So relevant listen, real, blah, blah, blah. listen. That's all you're going to say. Notice how the atheist doesn't want to listen to facts. Seriously, he only wants to believe. He only wants to believe in his atheism. Hey, listen, I'm it is. To, I, listen, I'm it is precisely, listen, it is precisely the left ventricle. And he confirmed that my patient had suffered a lot. Then I asked him, Doctor, Juice, I hope you why right now has my you. patient suffered a lot? He answered, because your patient has some thrombi. At certain moments, he could not breathe. Oxygen did not reach him. He labored and suffered much because every aspiration was painful. Probably they gave him a blow at the level of the chest. Moreover, the heart showing dynamic activity at the moment when you brought me the sample. Why, I asked him. Because a million doctors wait, said this was good. Juice, I don't wait, care. found okay, some. Let me finish. Well, George, let me let's finish. go ahead and have the conversation about finish. something we didn't listen to. Let me like, finish. It, you found, gotta know what you're arguing. Listen against. to the end, because we found some intact white blood cells, and white yeah. blood cells are transported only by the blood, and thus, if white blood cells are here. It was at the moment in which you brought me, the moment, the moment in which you brought me the sample, it was pulsating. It was pulsating. Hey, the atheist the is so hardcore believing in his atheism, he can't hear facts. Listen, I... I Nope, I, nope, I you can't hear facts. I you 10 you, minutes ago when nope, you were reading. Nope. I said, let's just accept that there was a million tests by a million geniuses that all say this And then is... let's argue against okay, something we didn't listen go. to. But I mean, it yeah, don't matter exactly. because I hear it. I hear it. Okay. Blind atheist. What I'm saying is, I accept what you say. I'm saying I don't have to hear it because you just read a list of blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Scientist A said this, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Smart guy said this. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is... Uh -huh. You're one hundred percent. You can. You're saying there is zero percent chance of a hoax. Like you have zero well, skepticism. Also, you, here's the you thing, refuse George. The ca so Catholics believe that the Eucharist is the body and blood of Christ, whether or not it's it, it's exhibiting that, whether or not it's showing it. So, in these instances. It was shown to people. They could see with their eyes and their senses, and they could test it. Yeah, okay? okay? But Catholics believe that it is regardless of whether or not they're seeing that. So if you're a true Catholic, you'll say, yeah, 100%. I think so. Now, all of this has been documented. But in this case, by scientists, by doctors, by pathologists, by cardiologists. So you have to be a completely blind, completely blind atheist to not examine facts. Okay, all I, all I could say. <laughs> and I will say, a lot of these scientists, they go into like, they weren't tipped off like, hey, this is the Catholic Church trying to like, um, find out if this is God for real. Like, they're not tipped off about what sample they're investigating. And we know and and some we know of them that? were atheists. They're all blind tests. Because they're blind. The pathologists them themselves said they were not told about where it came from. So you think uh, they have a vested interest that, in okay. saying this is something? So that's that... beautiful. So again, 
going just going back to my comment 15 minutes ago when you just kept reading reading okay so a million scientists could not find a reason all i'm saying is it's possible that science just doesn't have a reason for it yet and there's a reasonable explanation why they're having okay. a hard time not divine intervention or not that but like, the divine it. intervention part do you think that's outside of the realm of possibility i i have to right okay it's so a big I'll, world we live in a big world i'm gonna say yes it is a possibility, but you also, as a reasonable thinker, need to say, "Hey, of course, there's a chance." No, you guys said 100% just a second ago. You guys well, won't throw it at the hoax. So I cannot throw out that. Yeah, maybe uh, you know, I'm, I, I reason. I say I'm agnostic, right? I don't know what's happening. There could be a god that did it, but like for me to say 100, or for here to hear you say 100. percent Well, remember I said. Remember I said you can be well, a Christian that, and see right there. You're saying likelihood everything. now. Again, everything that we know, mm -hmm. even scientific, is what we know at this time. So maybe 10 years from now, they say, oh, if a certain protein band is present, yeah. white blood cells will pulse. So, for... Oh, gosh, and I swear I'll call so, You know, I mean, I, I, I will just buy you have, all the podcasts. You have so 30 understand. years from now, we'll so, have it. I will fly us the, all in. The cardiologist, <laughs> the cardiologist said that it would have him cut out of a human heart just before it was brought to him, and the patient would have had to have been living. How do you know he wasn't? I mean, this isn't Buenos Aires or whatever. Like, yeah. How do you, Thank you. How are the how's the security on that? What's sample? the chances you know? I mean, that every single one of these victims was AB that was AB blood type? Because uh, mind you, every uh, single yeah. host, every single host that's been brought has been AB, and even the Shrav Turin is AB. How much AB, blood was it? AB was it like a pool second. blood they were bringing, or was it like you don't need a, a drop pool of blood, blood for a test? Was it? You don't Miniscule. need a pool of blood for a test. You don't. So you just need a drop of blood. That's all you need. Yeah. So you just need one drop of fresh blood from the left ventricle. That's it? Oh, no, no. Just, it's not blood. I'm just saying. This is heart tissue. It's heart just, tissue. That's it. that's it? All right. I'm just saying it's a lot. Do you know what the likelihood is? I'm pretty from sure around the world. Just, and I'm just saying. Okay. What you need. With but multiple I won't witnesses. I won't eliminate. Multiple witnesses. Multiple well, scientists. I won't eliminate. <laughs> I won't. I listen. Objectively speaking, mm -hmm. there is no scientific answer for why this has happened. Mm -hmm. I would argue, as Russ just said, somewhere down the road, they might very well find a scientific reason. But they haven't yet. But they haven't yet. So, with, so though I cannot 1,000% or 100%, as Juice said, count out divine intervention... I mean, I smell hoax. Like you said, well, no, but this, our, I, I think we should so, have just agreed to 99.9 .9 on both sides. So why? And then your subjectivity and your Catholicism and Christianity will give you that 100. If you want to be 100, fine. But you also have to understand. But let me ask you this. Why does it make it sound like a hoax because it's in Buenos Aires? Are they not as smart as us? Yeah. Are they oh, more primitive? Like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. from the liberal. Yeah. That's from the liberal. Oh, oh. Everybody looking at me. They have just as advanced technology. Is it they really do. Yes. Do? So my question so, is, what is the big picture of this conclude? Is, no, that, no. is this actually the, the blood of Christ in? Is that no, mind saying? you, mind you. It was tested yeah, in Buenos Aires and then tested in the United States. So it was well, tested in two countries. The, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ is all together. So the body and blood is the same thing. 
So is the Catholic Church accepting this as the body of Christ? They do. The cat they do, but they always go into it very. They're more skeptical than anybody. So they go in it with complete. And that's and that's remember we talked. That's about why they have multiple people tested. This one, this one. Now, do you know who the Archbishop was of, at the time? It's it was Jorge Bergoglio. Pope Francis. Pope Francis. He hid this. He did not want anybody to know about it because because he knows it's bullshit. Because they don't like people to come to the church to look at bubbles. Okay? They want you to come to the church because you sincerely are seeking God. Okay? And I've literally I have literally been told this. I have literally been told this over and over again. Reduce Christianity to tchotchkes. Exactly. There's enough people, side. Oh, wait a minute! You're saying it's not a tchotchke, though. It's not. But they don't want people thinking that, like, oh, yeah. oh, let me come to look at uh, mm. the 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 Eucharist that turned into no, you, like. These are usually hidden until they can be proven, and by a shadow, without a shadow of a doubt, they have multiple scientists check these things, multiple doctors check these things because they don't want the the name of Christ to be smeared anywhere and so they go through multiple checks and they are the most skeptical skeptical of anybody remember gumby we so. talked about uh, there was an episode of uh, about marian apparitions mm -hmm. and uh lords france and the things that have allegedly happened there and we talked about how catholicism is the only sect of christianity the only sect of any religion Anyone. that has like medical boards that look into things yeah, and, you and know, like I, diligently i do respect that you, you guys know? have a very stringent process so because they don't want to many so-called miracles right. like mm. i don't know what the number is like over 90 percent or 95 percent are rejected right exactly yeah right. So i get that so i just want to hear you guys say though that that's the body of christ that's, that's the body of christ <laughs> what I think so. I think it's not outside the realm, realm of possibility. We live in a big world, and we don't know how we got here. You can claim, you can claim you do know, but you don't. You can't refute God. So until you can refute Him, you can't refute that this was, this is God. I, I never really liked that argument. Not that I really want to go that direction right now. I I, I, I don't feel great. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel great with you. Like just because science hasn't proved it yet. I mean, there's so many things that science. Mr. So I'm science. Science hasn't proved already. Like, and but it will in time. In our lifetime, there's things we weren't sure about, and then time came, and mm -hmm. then we were able to explain them. And this is, just could be one of those things. Just because we can't explain it right now through the science that we have, doesn't mean that we're not. I so disagree. That does not mean that it's. And I disagree because science disagrees with you. In fact, the scientists that I listen to, including, 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 new information is going to happen, including people like Newton, including people like Neil, De Neil deGrasse Tyson, they will tell you, they will tell you there's avenues that cannot be explored by science and we're not meant to be explored by science because science is about testing physical properties. It's not about testing anything that's spiritual or mental. For example, you can't prove consciousness. But we have but you you have can't prove consciousness. You can't prove philosophy. Physical. But then you don't need your whole thing right now. Then what you're saying? Your whole argument is done. You just—it's a verification. No, you just said it's not because there's things that aren't meant to be explained and understood. So you just read all that stuff for no reason. No, 
What I'm saying is this is God trying to tell us uh, through our own processes. I don't know. You just took a left on me right no, there, I buddy. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. What I'm my, saying is... Did he not take my, a left right I there? Know, Mike's being pretty quiet. Did I? <laughs> did I? My opinion of it is is like Gumby. I'm, it's pretty hard for me to say um, it's literally the body of Christ that you're consuming in there, but that's not a deal breaker of any way, and I'm not going to... You know, criticize you guys for believing that. I think it's it's a cool thing. Um, I would have some doubt because I I think people are, are shitty, <laughs> and I think I can see people kind of like somehow smuggling something in. You know that that loving the numbers, yeah, paying some, they're doing, paying right? someone off. I mean, we are talking about a country who's monetarily unstable. You know, so I I do think people multiple countries though. I, I mean. We live in America, where it might be more expensive, but multiple countries are financially unstable. Did, I'm did, just saying, there's a big shadow of a doubt for me. Yeah. I love the story. Yeah. I think it's fascinating. I will share it to my other non-believers, but did, I, I have a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And did I mention that they were able to pull a DNA profile off of all of these? And what's really mysterious about the DNA profile is that only the woman's DNA shows up. Wow, that's pretty cool. Okay, so... <laughs> So here's what, here what you do. You pay him a bunch of money. You take the test that the other person gave him, and you go, "Hey, run the test, but I want this." Right. But you, saying, again, that's, that's very strong. practical. Again, that could have happened behind closed again, doors. Again, you're talking about yeah. multiple yeah. scientists, multiple doctors. That would require a lot to make that happen. And did the same right? The same governing body, the same church, ask for these tests, right? No. No, because it's actually the individual areas that ask for this. So it's not the same church. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So it was Vatican, all Catholic churches, though. The Vatican does not pay for this stuff. Probably okay, because it's Eucharist. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Vatican does not pay for this stuff. <laughs> it's individual research firms that does this. Third party. So the Catholics are backing up all of their own research <laughs> no it's again all these studies were done by completely like secular firms and they were done as blind studies because they brought did not in by want. the catholics no i don't know man the scientists the scientist that brought this to the united states was actually not even a catholic he wanted verification and that's why he brought it to the united states you said the guy who sat on it, though, who eventually became the Pope. Mm -hmm. What was his reason for sitting on it again? He did not want it to be aired. Um, again, most Catholics, most bishops, they want you to find your path to Christ. They don't want to yeah. be putting, again, you know, what do you say, tchotchkes out there? Yeah. But remember when Jesus said, so. don't go and tell everyone about this. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why did he say that? Because he doesn't want people to be worshiping the miracle that he did. Yep. Like, it, he doesn't want to bring people to that. He wants to bring people to him. Like, people but, can be wrongheaded about what they, yeah. how they go about worshiping something. Let me worship the bleeding statue versus, <laughs> like, what it represents. Or let me worship this bleeding piece of, you know. Because people like, do. Yeah. Right. People do. People do. Wrong-headed things, and they become like tchotchke minded. But if they were really a multitude I mean, of them, you know what I'm saying? wouldn't I, they'd I all become just okay? Okay, we get it; it's all real now. I can look at the bigger picture. Like if there's four, okay, I might get caught up in the tchotchke portion. But if there's thousands of them all over the world, obvious miracles, 
witnessed on iPhones. Hey, look at this miracle. Damn, the name of real. That should be. I think I'd be like, right? Like, why? Why not take that tact? Why this super, super rare impossibility for one little thing? Why not just say, you know what? Everyone gets a bleeding heart in their box tomorrow. Yes, you know. I mean, why not just your God? It's even happened on camera, by the way. If if I could be changed by Jesus Christ walking through the door, I'm you know I'm not about that test thing but i'm just saying if he walked through the door said hey it's real good mm -hmm. you guys are good okay see you i'm, go I'm off to the next boom Done. like we don't believe it we don't be pretty happy yeah. let's go okay let's go be let's good people the, man let's we, change the podcast yeah now. like we're you know it's, it's legit like i'm not let's say that's what i need i'm just saying like if we're talking about the the normal tchotchke chumpo but that's like I, you worshiping know, a candle like why not? I don't think we get better that way. I though. do believe in a god of well, miracles. Well, like, miracles and those miracles can come about in a number of ways. Like I told you guys, and now I'm telling people in like Saudi Arabia, which I feel weird about, but like <laughs> all over the world, that like I have been in chronic pain, and it has been really bad at times. And Aaron knows, like Juice knows, like there are some times when I come over here and I'm like. I feel like a burden being here. I think that God in my lifetime will heal me in a, in a verifiable way. I really do. Like, even though I've said like some things about when we were talking about prayer before, like, you know, I feel like prayer sometimes is futile and like, why the hell am I doing this? Why do I expect that God would help me when he let all these Jews die? Or like, let's kids be killed in automobile accidents or whatever you have, you know, like, but I think that God in my lifetime will do something that is medically verifiable. I really do. And even if, even if he didn't, like, I'm still gonna, like, we're all going one place. We're all going to die. And I feel like, but, but I have a question about the tchotchke still, but isn't that like, isn't the, like the Bible just full of those? Right? Well, what do Isn't you mean? it just full of, like him turning like, you know, um, water into wine and him like healing like you know the was it a blind woman, um, you know. Isn't it just the full of like, him rising fishes. from the dead? Just isn't it, it full of those? And then like, but, but that was about that wasn't about that. Like, hey, everyone, gather around the wine and worship the wine no, that God just it's made. It's one of those things. It's like, it's hey, like listen, no, this is worship the God. Of what this man could do, and that was his like cats out of the bag moment. Like the the your, wedding at Cana okay. was his like it's the cats, cats out of the bag. Out of bag shit, but the cats I'm, not this is my out of the bag enough. You can do it again, but you dismiss that. So it's okay when he does it in the Bible, but you're like, it's kind of tchotchke if he does it in modern day. Yeah. Well. I think I think the argument is that like in the Bible is a different story than than the church deciding whether it gets out to the public or not. I'm kind of against it. I'm I'm with you. I think like let's make it public because God might be trying to work here. And you guys are holding up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now he's got his fine pan beat. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? So it's like mm. I, like we get we are, we're not arguing God at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now we're arguing politics. You mm. know. Good point. There we go. Beautiful mic. All right. Words. Yeah. I love it. This was a great night. Uh, Russ, any final words? No, that was that was great. I'm, thank you for having thank you for having me, <laughs> Edward. Bye, everyone. Take care. Have a great <laughs> night or morning, depending on where you are. Mike. So long, folks. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Gumby. Not the taboo over brew. <laughs> Hey, I'm glad to have uh, Mike back on the team. Thank you, Mike, for coming in today, my buddy. And uh, hail Satan.
<laughs> don't, don't forget to catch us on all social media. Please try to contribute on Patreon or on uh, anchor.fm forward slash Bible Over Brews. We'd appreciate the contributions. We'd also like to give a big shout out to Great Lakes. Thank you for all your stupendous, not just the beers, but contributions to our economy our, and our ecology. We will reveal. We will reveal who won the Great Lakes quiz in our Facebook group. Well, All right. No, in the industry, we call that a teaser. Everybody, Godspeed. Bye.